There are a lot of rumors swirling around about Tyler Van Dyke's injury status for this Saturday's game against Clemson. Here's the verdict. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers. I love you guys for making Locked on Canes your first listen each and every day. We are available for free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Miami Hurricanes coaches have assured us that Tyler Van Dyke is going to play this Saturday against Clemson. Why am I even talking about this? Okay, I was uh, reading a Clemson blog that somebody sent me a link to uh, last night, Tuesday night. You know, with the Clemson bloggers saying, hey, they might not be facing Van Dyke this weekend. They might be going up against Jakari Brown or Emery Williams. Now, here's why this is even being talked about, okay? On Monday, right before the media session with Mario Cristobal, Shannon Dawson, and Lance Guidry, um, you know, because we do that at the athletic facility. You see players walking around the facility because that's where they spend most of their day. And a Miami Herald writer saw Tyler Van Dyke on campus with his right leg wrapped and walking gingerly. I didn't see this with my own eyes. They did. That reporter reported on what they saw, and I respect that, okay? Now, it's important to note, they didn't say at any point that Tyler Van Dyke wouldn't play in the game, but there are a lot of people inferring that, right? Anytime you see a report about, oh, somebody's got his leg wrapped and maybe he's not walking that well, are they trying to hide some injury? Is he not going to play? The rumor mill just takes on a life of its own, okay? Um, here are the facts, folks, because we spoke to Miami Hurricanes coaches shortly after that. Here's what Shannon Dawson, Miami's offensive coordinator, had to say about Tyler Van Dyke's status. Quote, he's fine. He's ready to go. This is a physical game. Everyone is sore after a game. He's fine. He's good to go. And Shannon Dawson added on Monday and we spoke to the coaches before practice. They were practicing in the afternoon that day. Dawson said that Van Dyke was ready to practice today, meaning Monday afternoon, that he was going to practice. Mario Cristobal was also asked about Van Dyke's status. And as we know, Cristobal doesn't like to talk about injuries. And he said that. He said, quote, I don't talk about injuries, but I just told one of our guys that he's ready to play. He being Tyler Van Dyke. Okay, so. Guys, Van Dyke is going to play, and I mentioned in the opener, you know, this is not the first time that there have been rumors about his injury status. Right before the season started, people were reporting on his hand issue and that he may be questionable for the Miami of Ohio game, and it has been revealed he is playing through ligament damage, uh, ligament damage in his hand, uh, but he's played every game, Van Dyke, and you know maybe now he's dealing with some soreness or whatever with his right leg. Uh, because here's guys, here's why I'm so careful when it comes to talking about injuries and also why I'm very careful with the injury rumor mill. And I'll tell you, I'll give you an example of my experience with this stuff and why it's so important not to jump to conclusions on things. 
because I can't tell you how many times I've seen players around campus on a Monday looking banged up a day or two after a game, and then they still suit up and play on Saturday. That's like Dawson said, that's the nature of football. Uh, and that's why I'm really careful about speculating on injuries because sometimes what you think you see doesn't tell the full story. Here's an example, guys. And I'm not going to name the player because, you know, it's not fair to him or anybody, but I think it's fair to use this uh, a couple months after the fact as an example, okay? About a week before the season started, I was on campus waiting for a media session later that day. I'm outside the practice facility. And I saw a player literally getting carted out of the IPF. Now, I chose not to report on that because it was a closed practice. I probably shouldn't have even seen what I saw. Now, in my mind, I was thinking when I see a player get carted out of the facility a week before the season started, I'm thinking, wow, this guy might be out for the season or he might miss significant time. But then guess what? That player did play in the opening game. And that player has played in every game since this season. He hasn't missed a single game. All right. So what looked like a significant injury to my untrained non-doctor eyes turned out not to be that at all. Okay. So that's why it's like sometimes you'll hear these rumors. Somebody's walking around the Miami campus. I saw this player wrapped up. I saw this guy in a boot and he's not going to play. Sometimes what you think you see isn't reality because these guys are, you know, we're uh, what, six games into the season now everybody's nursing something, okay? Now, again, I mentioned this. We already know that Tyler Van Dyke has been playing through pain this year. Um, he's a tough guy. I give him credit for that. Even though he and probably nobody on the team is 100% right now, Van Dyke is going to play this weekend. And that's going to happen for two reasons, folks. Reason number one is we assume he's going to be medically cleared to play. And number two is he still gives this team the best chance to win football games. And we'll talk about that because we got some questions uh, from our listeners in our Locked on Canes insiders group about, you know, Miami's quarterback situation. Questions like that have been flying in all week. Also, folks, when we come back, I want to take a look at some of the numbers for Clemson's defense. So, yeah, Miami does have a big game at home coming up this weekend. Are the Clemson Tigers not only the best defense Miami has faced yet this year, but are they the best defense Miami's going to face all season long? Now, maybe Florida State has something to say about that, but Clemson's defense is really, really, really good. We'll talk about that when we come back. You know what you want to do? We're only getting started, my friends. You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Folks, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today. It's important to be prepared. Unrest in the Middle East, fires in Hawaii, hurricanes and tornadoes in Florida, earthquakes, and so much more. All these things can lead to supply chain shortages for medications, or they can lead to an inability to get medications in a timely manner. That's why Jace Medical is a personalized emergency medication kit, the Jace case. This is the solution, guys. It contains five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medication based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Guys, I'm telling you, you have to check it out. It's so important to be prepared, you know, from the pandemic and all those natural disasters. 
You never know what supply chain challenges might arise. So you need to go to jacemedical.com and enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E medical.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get the NFL season started for you. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Uh, so we get this from our guy, Pat Mack, who, you know, Pat and I have been talking about, you know, Van Dyke and the quarterback situation all week. He says, hey, I agree that Tyler Van Dyke will start and that he is our best choice. My concern is that if he is ineffective, will he be replaced by Emery or will they try to gut it out with the running game? I know I sound like I want us to move on from TVD. That's not so. A healthy Tyler is one of the best quarterbacks in the NCAA, he says. Uh, Okay, so I, I think maybe part of these concerns come from the fact that Van Dyke is so tough that you remember after he had that shoulder injury last year, a couple times, like, you know, he he gutted it out and he played, started against Florida State, but got re-injured and had to leave. It happened to a couple, happened to him a couple of times last year where he gutted out and uh, and tried to play. I think they're being more careful with him this year than they were last year. I don't think what he's dealing with right now is as significant as what he was dealing with last season. Uh, so, listen, I think we just have to respect the fact that um, he is healthy enough to play and he does give us the best chance to win. Cause when I've seen some folks out there who are like, you know what, if he's not a hundred percent, let's just have uh, let's just have old uh, or young Emery Williams go out there and play against Clemson guys. <laughs> listen, I, I think Emery is going to be a great one someday, but if you really want his debut as a collegiate starter to come against that defense, you're not doing him or the team any favors, right? I mean, if if Emery is going to get a start at any point this year as a true freshman, that's not the defense I want him going up against, man. Um, same thing with Jakari Brown, just because, you know, we know he has the limitations as a passer. Like, you know, I, even if Tyler Van Dyke is not 100%, as long as he's able to play, I think from his experience and his abilities, he gives Miami the best chance to win this game. Has he been perfect the last couple of weeks? Far from it. Uh, but I still think Tyler Van Dyke is going to give this team the best chance to win. Now, on the Clemson Tigers defense, when I asked Shannon Dawson about the challenges this weekend, he says this is going to be the best defense they've faced. The stats absolutely back that up. Clemson Tigers have the fifth-ranked total defense in America. They give up just 261.8 yards per game. That's really stingy on defense. They rank 14th in passing D, giving up just 175.5 yards per game. They rank 8th in rushing defense. They only surrender 86.3 yards per game. I'll tell you, that matchup is going to be super interesting, guys, to see if Miami can get something going on the ground, right? Again, we're not expecting Mark Fletcher to be back this week. Henry Parrish likely going to start, as he's done most of the year. 
Don Chaney is going to be the second option. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's been revealed to us why A.J. Allen hasn't played as much as some of us uh, or some of you guys wanted him to play, and that's because he's still a work in progress in pass protection. So it's going to be mostly Henry Parrish and Don Chaney this week. Uh, I'm curious to see if Miami maybe tries to bounce more to the outside because if you run into the teeth of that Clemson defense, it's really difficult to get anything going against that defensive line. And I just want to see how much, because Miami obviously had a ton of rushing success early in the year, not so much against North Carolina, if they can get something going against an excellent Clemson Tigers defense. Uh, this is what Shannon Dawson had to say about their D. Very aggressive up front and in the running game. They do not mind getting dirty. He doesn't mean like cheating, just like, you know, doing all the little things. They do not mind getting dirty and doing what it takes to stop the run, he said. Uh, he's very complimentary of Jeremiah Trotter Jr., who's Clemson's leading tackler, their star linebacker. He's all over the place. And also, I'll add their uh, their defensive tackle, Tyler Davis, the senior, 300-pound-plus. He's a monster in the middle. So this is going to be a really, really difficult team to run or pass against this weekend. Now, on the flip side, there are there are opportunities for Miami's defense. Um you're, you're not going to, I don't think, get tested as much on the perimeter as you were against North Carolina. They've got a couple of receivers who are over 300 yards uh, through the air so far this year. Their quarterback, Cade Klubnick, honestly, they probably wish they hadn't run DJ Weungalale out of town because he's you know probably been doing better at Oregon State than, Cl than uh, Klubnick has been doing at Clemson. But Klubnick doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I think he's only got two interceptions all year to 11 touchdowns. Really good, effective game manager, and they've got an awesome running game. We all know Shipley is the guy who can really hurt you. He's their all-purpose guy, great runner, can catch passes. Maffa, Phil Maffa in their backfield is also super dangerous. So, you know, Miami's running defense, which all of a sudden didn't look good at all in the second half against North Carolina, they're going to face a sturdy test again today. I think Miami can win this game. Now, <laughs> in talking about all these matchups, the most important thing Miami can do in this game, the most important thing is win the turnover margin. <laughs> if you win the turnover margin, you can beat the Clemson Tigers. Miami was minus four in the turnover margin last week against North Carolina. Hurricanes committed, what was it, five turnovers the week prior against Georgia Tech and lost the turnover margin there as well. Uh if we can cut down or cut out completely, would that be too much to ask for? The self-inflicted wounds. Miami is capable of beating at home this Clemson Tigers team that is favored against Miami. Miami are about two and a half point underdogs in this game. Miami can absolutely win this game. Uh, we get, uh, oh, by the way, I do want to talk about some recruiting stuff here to lead into this next question. Uh, here's the latest on five-star defensive tackle LJ McCray. LJ McCray is going to be announcing on Saturday, Miami's got a hat on the table. Miami's in the top five along with Florida State, Florida, Auburn, and Georgia. Folks, over the last two, two and a half days, the strong trends are pointing to McCray picking Florida State this Saturday. Steve Wiltfong was writing about this this week, that Florida State had become the team to watch as we're now three days, three and a half days away from his announcement. Uh, I do think that Georgia also believes that they're in the mix there. So there is a sense from recruiting analysts and insiders that Miami and the others like Florida and Auburn are fading, okay? 
I don't think Miami's coaches see it this way, and they're not going to give up, right? There's going to be constant phone contact with McRae for the next few days. You know, if they're able to, it's in season, so it's tricky, but if they're able to, like, send a, send a staffer up to Daytona to watch him practice and get some face time with him, Miami will do whatever they can to keep themselves in the mix, if not try to change their narrative between now and Saturday. That's something that Gabby Urrutia at Inside the U wrote about yesterday, that the Hurricanes are definitely going to pull out all the stops. And he points out rightfully so, guys, because this, um, you know, I know it's it's Wednesday today, but a lot of the information I'm talking about is as of Tuesday, okay? In recruiting, a lot can change between Tuesday and Saturday, okay? I'm not telling you I think he's going to pick Miami. I'm telling you don't rule out Miami when there's still three-plus days left before he announces because, believe me, a lot can change. And something we realize about the Miami Hurricanes is there's a sense of urgency here, right? After having missed out on Aiden Breland a short while ago, Kamari and Franklin, Justin Scott, uh, David Stone, who was like literally about to put the Miami hat on and then he put on the Oklahoma hat like they, you know, unfortunately, they've missed on so many of their blue chip defensive tackle targets. They're not going to go quietly into the night on this one. They're they're going to keep working this one as hard as they can. But uh, things are definitely trending towards Florida State at, at the time that uh, that I'm saying this. OK, so we get a, a question from D Chef. 715 who says uh we said winning would make a big difference in recruiting florida state is winning right now and we're finding ways to lose that just makes recruiting harder he says 1000 percent um now on the one hand mario cristobal and staff uh they're overall such good recruiters that they're they're sometimes able to pull the rabbit out of the hat with certain players even when miami isn't winning but Winning helps, man. And when you're on a two-game losing streak and you're committing self-inflicted wounds, um, big picture, this team is a lot better than it was last year. So there is progress being made on the field and behind the scenes. But uh, obviously the last two weeks, it definitely derails some of that, okay? And it makes it harder. It makes it harder to land a player like McRae from you know Daytona who's being recruited nationally um you know it's not impossible Miami can get this done but you're right about that D chef that losing losing makes it tougher man absolutely uh want to read some more questions and comments from you guys on the other side uh and I'd love your thoughts on this matchup with Clemson so if you want to leave us some questions and comments for a future episode a couple different ways you can do that you can send me a tweet or an x post at Locked on Canes, that's our show account. If you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. If you want to join our Locked on Canes Insiders group, I include a link in the show description below. You can click that link and try it free for 14 days. So what Locked on Canes Insiders is, you get text messages directly from my phone to yours. I give you guys recruiting updates, show previews, breaking news, um, one-on-ones, you can ask me questions on there. We answer a lot of those on the shows. The questions we've been answering so far have been from the Locked on Canes Insiders group. Try it free for 14 days. And then if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there on Locked on Canes Insiders. So let me answer, uh, let me read a couple comments here. Uh, this is from our, our good friend, Jay Blaze, who says, two fumbles, an interception at a critical time in the game, 
Shannon Dawson must use more of the spacing in the spread offense for TVD. He plays best in this formation and run out of the spread, not tight formation, and use tight ends and running backs as hot routes. On defense, number 22, that's Jaden Davis, is getting picked on in coverage. Run out of the spread and space the spread out. Says, where is the air raid, he says. Speed in spaces. TVD is not going through his reads. Progression. Stop targeting Restrepo too much, he says. And you must spread the ball around. Jay Blaze, I agree completely. And listen, I'm not taking anything away from Restrepo. Restrepo is, is just an awesome player. And Shannon Dawson said it this week that, you know, the ball tends to find the guy who's open. And Restrepo is, he's almost always open. At the same time, it does look like Van Dyke looks him down a little bit too much. And sometimes it's okay to check down. Sometimes you find hopefully a tight end and a running back in space and you can make plays happen down the field because Miami does have speed and they do have guys that are elusive and difficult to tackle. So I can co-sign on what you're saying, Jay Blaze. We'll read more of your questions and comments when we come back. You want to keep it locked right here, my friends, to Locked on Canes. Guys, if you have car trouble, there's only one thing you need to remember, and that's eBay Motors passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And guys, it's almost Friday, kind of. I mean, two days left. Make sure on Friday you tune in to Locked on College Football Kickoff Live, 11 a.m. streaming live right here on this YouTube channel and every Locked on College YouTube channel. Drake Toll, Kenton Gibbs, and myself, we get you ready for the college football weekend. All the big game previews, all the big storylines, Heisman race, all that good stuff, betting odds, game picks. Locked on College Football Kickoff Live, streaming live at 11 a.m. right here each and every Friday on the Locked on College Network. We get a question from Wody, who says, you know, Dono, I hate losing, but we knew we were going to lose three or four games this year, and we all said nine and three or eight and four. And actually, a lot of people said seven and five. I said eight and four. Uh, Wody says, he continues, I see lots of good things. Rome wasn't built in one night, he said. Last season... We found out what we had and cleaned house. This year, we're back to work. And next year, we will be in the college football playoff, he says. In Cristobal, we trust. Um, you know, listen, I, I still, uh, to this point, um, I still feel really, really good about the staff. Um, like, you can't tell me Kevin Beard hasn't done good things with this wide receiver core. Do you remember how many drops last year? Do you remember that guys weren't picking up any yak last year? when they were catching balls, which was few and far between Kevin Beard is doing a great work is doing great work with this group. You know, you look at a guy like Ruben Bain, you don't think he's benefiting from Jason Taylor's tutelage. Uh, you know, the running back group, I think is doing a nice job for coach Tim Harris. 
Lance Guidry to me, you know, I know, listen, Miami was exposed a little bit in coverage last week, but you can't tell me Lance Guidry isn't doing a better job so far than Kevin Steele was last year. So yeah, I, I, I still feel good about the staff and I, I still think this, this group is trending in the right direction. They're just, unfortunately it hasn't gone zero to 60 as fast as we wanted it to, but you know, hopefully things stay the course. We get we get one from our guy, Senor Queso, he says. So I understand the disappointment and the feelings towards the team at the moment. The team had early success, and it made the fan base believe that their hopes for Miami were finally coming to fruition. Then the last two games happen, and we get to see where the team is really at in its second-year rebuild. However, I would argue that with the new faces that have entered the program, both in personnel and in coaching staff, this is really more of a continuation of year one. He says, patience, my friends changing culture as well as instilling new concepts and mastering those new ideas take time, certainly more than 1.5 years. Uh, yeah, listen, um, I, I agree with you. I know a lot of people are not going to want to hear that. Like he's making excuses. Dono don't, but why are you such a sunshine pumper? That's a, a lot of people call me. I mean, I don't know if it's a lot of people, but a few people refer to me as, as the sunshine pumper. It's like, uh, what do you want me to do? You, do you want me to come after every loss? Should I come on here and say, you got to fire all the coaches, start over. And if you have to do that every year, fire all the coaches and start over until we win 10 plus games. Fire. I'm not going to do that show. That's it's low hanging fruit. It's too easy. Um, I, you know, like you said, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, I want to send out a shout out. I haven't done this in a while, so I apologize. I think it's been over a month since I've shouted out the new uh, Apple podcast five star reviews. So we have one I haven't shouted out yet. Uh, and by the way, if you listen to the audio version, and that, it, it's great. Like the audio version is awesome. You can take us with you wherever you go. Uh, in the car, you can listen through your Bluetooth, listen while you take a walk or take a jog. We finally have like good outdoor weather now. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's nice and cool outside. So if you want to take a jog or take a walk with the headset and listen to Locked on Canes, I encourage you to do so. Uh, Sam Jack 96 left us a five-star review. He said, so great to hear a true Miami sports radio voice on here. Grew up listening to you on 790 and 560, but I no longer live in Miami. But with Dono, you know he's getting authentic. You know you're getting authentic Miami Hurricanes talk. Thank you so much. And, and thank you for uh, for recalling my uh, my long radio work. All right, guys. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. We'll be diving even deeper the rest of the week on this Miami versus Clemson matchup. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Clemson's defense today. We'll talk more about their offense tomorrow. And to sum things up, Tyler Van Dyke is going to play this Saturday. So stop spreading rumors. Stop spreading this fake news. We will talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.